With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Good morning. Happy Halloween to y'all out there getting ready. Your yards ready. Maybe already raided the kids' candy. You know, the preemptive strike of the stuff you liked before you start giving it away. There's a psychological game at play throughout the day. Uh, Bucky Brooks alongside. I'm, I'm Mike Harmon. Welcome in. It's... Fox Football Sunday. We are not costumed. We are just here to prognosticate, predict, and talk about the big issues in the National Football League here for Week 8. We started with a doozy on Thursday night. We'll get to that in a moment. But welcome in, Bucky Brooks. You see him, Amazon, on Thursdays. He was memeable at the end of that Packers-Arizona <laughs> uh, game. We'll get I mean, to that in a moment. But uh, otherwise, uh, Fox Sports Digital, you've got the NFL Network. You see him each week uh, on with Colin Cowherd, FS1, and heard here on Fox Sports Radio, and of course, every Sunday morning. How are you, sir? Man, I am good. I am good. Great football weekend. I feel like I say that every weekend because it's true. Every weekend is a good football weekend. Uh, we had outstanding games from Thursday until this point. Uh, and so I'm just excited about it because we think about that Thursday night game. I've seen things that I have never witnessed in watching a game to team go up and down the field like the Arizona Cardinals and then have a play go awry. And the manner in which it went awry to me was stunning. And then the slate of college games that we had um, was notable. I mean, we had some upsets. We had some surprises. We had a great Michigan, Michigan State game. All of this stuff, and it leads to today where we got some good matchups. All right, let's get into the college uh, day for a couple of minutes. Uh, I've heard folks say uh, Ohio State handled Penn State. No, no, no. You were almost a 20-point uh, favorite in this game, and they hung around. And they had a drive that was going that I think was making folks a little bit nervous uh, before that went awry and the field goal miss, uh, get the ball back and are able to sit on it. But, you know, third straight loss for Penn State. So you have that and and it coincides with James Franklin's name being mentioned in Mm -hmm. in all these college coaching searches. So that that certainly does not help 
uh, any of the talk around Happy Valley. You mentioned Jim Harbaugh takes the loss uh, to Mel Tucker and the Michigan State Spartans. And, and once again, the talk is that, hey, Harbaugh can't coach in a big game, Bucky. That's that's what it all boils down to in the college football world. It's like people root for him to lose games uh, like that. Yeah, they absolutely do. They absolutely do root for him to lose. And it's unfortunate because I feel like he's done a really good job. I think Michigan needs to kind of – Michigan and Texas need to kind of understand their their lot in life in terms of where they are when it comes to uh, the pecking order in, from a, in terms of a historical perspective. This is a university. This is a football program. They have the national title. Uh, we talk about under Lloyd Carr and those guys, but they have always kind of been like behind Ohio State in the pecking order. Now, this was different, and this one hurts because they lost a little brother. They, Michigan, views Michigan State as little brother. However, little brother rose up, rose up from the ashes yesterday and snatched a win. And I think it's one of those things where Jim Harbaugh was in a no-win situation because of the young quarterback. So you want to get the young quarterback in, they put him in in critical situations, and he put the ball on the ground which fueled a bit of the comeback that we saw from Michigan State. But I think a lot of the credit should go to Michigan State. Sparty rose up. Sparty played well. Uh, Kenneth Walker ran the ball well. And Mel Tucker has said that he was going to have a tough-minded team, and that team is certainly tough-minded. Well, it goes back to when they absolutely thumped Northwestern to start the, the season. And while Northwestern has been disappointing, a huge uh, blowout defeat at home to Minnesota – uh, a day ago, I don't, I don't think anybody expected that that to be the barometer and to show exactly mm-hmm. what the Michigan State team has been because they've been that every week and they were number eight in the nation, right? It's not like they were some yes. unranked team that rose up. And I, I go off the the numbers for for Jim Harbaugh: ten wins, ten wins, eight wins, ten wins, nine wins. The COVID shortened year of two and four, seven and one this year. Yet Jim Harbaugh can't coach is the narrative that we get time and time again. As you say, you look in the mirror, you got to know who you are. This is as a head coach, football squad, whatever you do for a living out there, wherever you are, we appreciate you being part of the Fox Sports Radio family and listening and getting up with us here on a Sunday morning. But but that's just it. You, you never competed yearly for a national title. No. So to suddenly put that in and, and use that as your viewfinder as to every year's success and failure is just foolhardy. Yeah, and no, I think the one thing is their issue is they always measure themselves uh, to Ohio State. Now, I can say this in, in knowing rivalries, North Carolina, Duke, uh, let's use the basketball situation. Like, there's always that standard where both teams have won. This is different because Ohio State has always won at a big level. And then when it comes to the head-to-head rivalry, Ohio State has owned it. I mean, they've owned it since, I mean, a long time, like the Urban Meyer era, they've owned it. They've continued to own it under Ryan Day. And it's one of those things that just kind of gnaws at Michigan oh, it fans. Sits there, sure. it, it sits there, but it's one of those things where they could make a, you call it, a foolhardy decision to move on from Jim Harbaugh because of one game, one team, one rivalry. I think it's a mistake because, like, I remember the Rich Rod days. I remember the Brady Hoke days. Those, those days started like flashes, and then they ended um, – they didn't end spectacularly. So you just got to be careful because I think they have a good coach in Jim Harbaugh. They just got to let him do his thing. Yeah, holiday bonfires. That's how, that's how we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll say it in a nice term. So we still get some celebratory uh, work therein. Uh, the game that was characterized on Twitter all night as this game is drunk. 
think I said that to you as the highlights were rolling across here in the Fox Sports Radio studios. BYU over Virginia, 66-49. I had picked your Tar Heels to come up with an upset uh, 44-34, your final mm. uh, with Notre Dame. Lots of points, a lot of excitement, but a great day in college football. But you alluded to it. I alluded to it. The Thursday night football, let's get back to it. Uh, the National Football League here, week eight, only two teams on by, Baltimore and Las Vegas. Uh, I was right with a couple of really good upset picks last week, but my bold prediction that Baltimore would do a little bit of stomping on the Bengals, as much as I love the Bengals, well, that, that was one that, I, I like I always say, if you're going to fail, fail spectacularly, Bucky. Uh, and that's what they did. So Baltimore, back-to-back weeks before the bye, surprise everybody by beating up on the Chargers and then go out and get worked. So there's a lot of soul-searching going on. See, All Souls Day. See I how I get the holiday get in there while I'm at it. it, too? Yes. You know, I'm a, I'm a wordsmith. That's what I do. Packers, 24-21. All the questions of... Who's going to catch the ball? Well, Aaron Jones out of the backfield did a pretty good job. And you know what else? All they did was run the ball down the Cardinals' throats. We had the announcement last week of the season-ending shoulder injury for J.J. Watt. Mm -hmm. And what we watched was a healthy dose of A.J. Dillon averaging nearly 2.8 yards per carry after contact, Bucky. And he just Mm -hmm. ran through that defense all day long. Oh, you mean the A.J. Dillon that was drafted when everyone said that they didn't give Aaron Rodgers enough help in that draft class when they took Jordan Love in the first round and A.J. Dillon in the second round? That A.J. Dillon, is that the one that you're talking about? I've been yelling about this all. Uh, Is that what you're talking about? Exactly. That guy. guy. The big thigh guy. That guy guy who went uh, 16 for 78 (laughs) on the ground. Yeah, no. So here's the thing, and here's where the Packers were able to do it because I don't think it was actually a, a vintage or maestro performance from Aaron Rodgers. Yes, he was able to get the win, but when you really look at the game, it was about their running attack, being able to control the clock. I want to say maybe 38 minutes of time of possession where they just basically sat on the ball, kept Kyler Murray and company on the sidelines, and ran the ball over and over and over again. And then when they did decide to pass it, a lot of short passes, a lot of um, – I would call it hybrid screens, actions, did move it down the field a little bit. But it was a situation where they played really, really uh, conservatively on offense, mastered in ball control, and then defensively. Jerry Gray did a great job filling in for Joe Barry. They didn't let the ball fly over their heads. And as a result, they walked away with a win. Now, you mentioned with Rodgers, as I watched it and I started seeing all the flowery language, particularly after the, the win was secured, of, oh, well, Tom Brady couldn't do that. It's like, well, Tom Brady did that with New England for years with a bunch of guys Mm -hmm. uh, at wide receiver. But it wasn't an Aaron Rodgers performance. Yeah, he had two touchdown passes to Randall Cobb. But overall, he he wasn't very good in that game. And I I think that got lost. I mean, they got got the W. Succeed and proceed, right? Mm Taken from John Calipari, as we always do. 22 of 37, 184. They, They had the ball on the doorstep multiple times and weren't able to to cash in it it looked disjointed as you as you would when you miss your top option that you can't just say all right give it an extra second Devontae is going to find his way open but you, you look at overall I mean Tunyon who's now lost for the season he had three for 49 and then it became all right find a guy and, and and make it happen and to that point yes he didn't have his top receivers but reminder besides Adams and Aaron Jones out of the backfield he hadn't ex- exactly been playing with a full hand as wi- at wide receiver mm-hmm. that we would normally mm-hmm. be ex- you know expecting. The, the third leading receivers were guys with 15 catches. Yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those things. But we also expect that you know elite quarterbacks can kind of raise the level raise of play up. of those around them. And we've seen it 
over and over again. You bring the Tom Brady uh, scenario up. I mean, we also could talk about like there have been times where Peyton Manning has made guys like Brady White and Anthony Gonzalez and on and on and on. Brandon Stokely guys look like superstars just to do his way to put the ball, his ability to put the ball on them, yep. pinpoint situations, understand the passing game and those things. And so we should hold Aaron Rodgers and we do hold Aaron Rodgers to the same standard. So that's that's what we have. And it's just one of those situations where we've seen it. The Green Bay Packers are sitting at 7-1. They're sitting atop the NFC. Um, they have an opportunity to swipe the number one seed when you look at their division. Um, so we get a chance to show and prove who was right in all of this soap opera drama that we endured over the offseason. Looks like he's having a lot of fun now. They're taking his input. And, kind of. I mean, he, and, you, you know, the guy who celebrated the most after A.J. Green's gaffe was Aaron Rodgers because he had a chance to go to the podium. Smug and snarky as all get out. Yeah, no, and he, he, he milked it for all it was worth. Uh, so let's go to that play. Uh, Douglas with the interception. A.J. Green uh, confused as hell. Uh, you were on the, the broadcast, and I, I mentioned it before, memeable. Mm-hmm. You got Joy Taylor jumping out of her seat. Daniel Jeremiah, hand over his head, histrionics. And you just looked and you leaned forward, hands folded, like, what did I just watch? What did I, so so to fully explain it, those who have seen a replay of the video, I, I, the look that you saw was that of a coach. That of a coach trying to figure out what in the world just happened. How do we snatch defeat out of the jaws of victory? Right, you almost because, stole this game. Because, right? because, you because work. literally they had it working. They had it going down the field. Everything is there. 14 seconds left. I mean, it's, it should be a no-lose situation. We throw it to the end zone. It's either incomplete or a touchdown, and we kick the field goal. Yet the one result that couldn't happen happened. And it, it was because there was a miscommunication between A.J. Green and, and Kyler Murray, even though everyone in the stands knew when they went three by one, they had three away from A.J. Green. Oh, this is a fade ball. This is something going to A.J. Green. Right. We've seen this time and time again. And so the reaction was that of uh, astonishment, shock, bewilderment, all of those adjectives that you want to use to describe when you're absolutely surprised and befuddled by something that takes place because I I never could imagine that that would be the final result of that play. Yeah, the biggest thing coming out then, uh, obviously the loss, and you mentioned seeding in the NFC, and you've got Tampa. We'll talk about them and their game today at New Orleans, one that uh, uh, great consternation across the handicapping world and just trying to figure out you know how, how to make things happen with no Antonio Brown. But when when we look at, at this game for Arizona, the way Kyler Murray limped off the field, that was that was the bigger issue. Right. Obviously, miscommunication. Mm-hmm. AJ Green looked like he was blocking or had no mm-hmm. no knowledge of anything going on in that play. But Kyler Murray limping off as he did, given what his legs mean, and you saw it on display all night long, right? There was nothing that was easy in terms of pushing the ball down the field. So the escapability, if that's not there. All of a sudden, a huge element of their offense goes away. Yeah, a huge element of their offense goes away if he's not there. But I anticipate that he will be there to have an extended break. Uh, the one good thing about the Thursday week is after you get out of it, you get a few extra days to rest and recuperate, and we'll see. But we know that this offense is built solely around Kyler Murray and what Kyler Murray is able to do basically as a point guard. Uh, for that squad. And so they need to have him because he makes it go. Uh, they need to have their other guys too. DeAndre Hopkins needs to come back. They're still dealing with some injury issues. So hopefully they can get back uh, to full health because when they're healthy and rocking and rolling, 
Uh, this is a very, very difficult team to beat on both sides of the ball. Let me ask you real quick before we uh, get to our, our, our games uh, of Week 8 in earnest with DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Kingsbury, after the game, talking about how he kept reinserting himself. Hamstring mm-hmm. injury that he had been told pretty much you're done for the day but just kept getting back on the field. Uh, how does that play in a locker room, or is that just a, a quick conversation between the two of them and you and you succeed and move on versus you know this guy showing I, I want to be on the field but you've got a long season and you got four winnable games in a row here you know I, I think it's a conversation that they have to have given DeAndre Hopkins star status you want to have that conversation one-on-one not in front of everybody but you kind of want to talk to him and explain to him why when he does that it makes it very difficult on the coach because the coach never knows who's in the game from play to play. And when you're the play caller, like Kingsbury, it's very important to know who is in the game so I can determine where the ball should go. And so if you're on the field one play, off the field the next play, it just makes it very, very hard. And so it's one of those situations where you want to know that so you can be organized and detailed as a coach, but you also want to keep the best interest, long-term interest of the team in mind. And that might be, hey, DeAndre, maybe we just sit this one out, chill out, come back. Uh, when you're ready, and then we can go and play the last act. Because remember, one game longer, 17-game season, changes everything. Live to see another day. 49ers, Panthers, Seahawks, and Bears are the next four for Arizona. Hey, reminder, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. And it's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that do take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Based on a 2021 Nielsen report, limitations do apply. Coming up next, uh, he's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Carmen on Fox Football Sunday. We're going to get into the games of Week 8, and we start with a doozy. Should this quarterback be on the field question mark we'll talk about it question mark there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the centurion lounge resi priority notified and amex card member benefits at select events You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back in. It's Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. Having some fun with you getting through the games of Week 8. Thanks to our crew. Dan Byer is in on the update desk. We'll hear from him in a couple of minutes about all the ins and outs. The injury report's starting to flow through. We got Chris Perfett on the ones and twos, the masked man. As it is Halloween, get out there, celebrate carefully. Carry some lights with you. People can't drive anymore. Remember, they 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 couldn't in most cases before the pandemic, but then being in their homes, they've completely lost uh, all touch with stop signs and reality. And of course, uh, our our guy Nick on the executive producer board giving us all sorts of goodness and information to get us ready uh, for Week Eight. We start with a doozy in the AFC North. Steelers and Browns. All right, Melvin Ingram, doubtful with a groin injury. Probably uh, it looks like he's on the outs, but he's been subject to a lot of trade rumors uh, as the deadline comes up early this week. Eric Ebron is out for the Browns. No Denzel Ward in the secondary. Donovan Peoples-Jones. But two guys you're most interested in, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, expected to play. We saw Ernest Johnson really as a one-man gang. Uh, there it is. There's the first uh, 80s wrestling reference of the day. Going up against Denver uh, last uh, Thursday, a week ago Thursday. Seven carries, 52 yards down the stretch to kill the final 518 of the clock. But the bigger story is Baker Mayfield coming back against Pittsburgh here, Bucky, because, well, from all the reports, he's being held together with duct tape and bubble wrap uh, mm-hmm. at this point. Is, is it wise to have him? I know he's got a contract that he wants to go earn, and they love him. How much different would he is his performance and presence than what Case Keenum gives them right now? Uh, not much difference because he's compromised. The injury compromises the way that he has to play. But I also understand as a franchise quarterback, you give your franchise quarterback some leeway when it comes to calling his shots as an injured player. And so for Baker Mayfield, I'm sure there's some in internal pressure where he feels like hey man I need to go out here and play I don't want to be on the bench too long because they may forget about me and so I think if you're Kevin Stavansky you give him every opportunity to play early but if it doesn't look like it's going well you got to have a short hook you got to put Case Keenan back in the game as we start looking at this squad uh the Pittsburgh Steelers Najee Harris such a focal point both obviously as the, in the run game but in the passing game because Ben Roethlisberger the short passing game still is what is getting it done we're looking at a Cleveland uh, given four points in this game 43 you're over under Ben Roethlisberger career 23 three and one against these Cleveland Browns I just wonder. Is he going to say that he owns them if he wins this game? I mean, he might. He might say that. Does he he steal from Aaron Rodgers? He might. He might. And Rodgers says that's my bit. Yeah, he might. He might do it. But I think if if the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win, it's going to be because of the running game. Najee Harris and and company. They have to be able to run it and control it. You don't want Ben Roethlisberger to get into a throwing contest against Baker Mayfield or Case Keenum just because that defense on the other side with Miles Garrett and company is certainly formidable. Um, The Steelers have to run the football. Najee Harris. The magic number is 25. I need to see a combination of 25 touches, runs, and receptions. If they do that, then they have the game on their terms and they're dictating it the way they want. I'm going to take the Steelers on the road to win this one outright. The compromise Baker Mayfield concerns me. Because the, the offensive weapons mm-hmm. in terms of the passing game, 
they're not there, right? Odell Beckham yes. has there's no continuity, and he's banged up. Jarvis Landry, we'd seen him come back, and then he limped off. So we have no idea what we're getting there. And the the pass catching tight ends, they appear and disappear just like ghosts on home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So I'm I'm gonna go with you on this too. I'm gonna go with the Steelers on this one as well because I think people have poured dirt on the Steelers as if they're not. Um, a worthy playoff contender. I think they're there. I think the defense for the Steelers rises up and makes enough plays for them to win. Got to say the uh, also the fun of Mike Tomlin this past week uh, in his press conference. Yeah. How being good was a, that? Saying, "Hey, look annoyed. at my resume. Leave me alone." I mean, I mean, how how many other Hall of Fame, uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame coaches are being speculated to be college guys? I think he's a little annoyed by that perception. So I understand why he went off. I do like that he talked about the booster checks, though. Mm-hmm. That means if you're going to come talk to me, don't cut whatever whatever's been floated to his agent at this point was too low a number, Bucky, yeah. to even start a conversation because yes. he didn't need to include that part. He, <laughs> did, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't need. He didn't need to include it. But uh, it's, it's one of those things. It, it's weird. It's a weird uh, situation where people were asking him that in the middle of the week. But hey. That's what we do. That's what we do on our, on our part of the biz. we got to make sure we speculate and get it out there. Well, if the name comes up in any kind of speculation, we, we've got to, you know, explore it. And, it, and look, with Mike Tomlin, you just make sure that you, you've got enough battery in your portable uh, microphone and, and mm-hmm. recorder because uh, it's going to be good. Next! Titans and Colts. All right, once again, Julio Jones uh, back out of the lineup uh, for the Titans. Uh, You're looking at Darrington Evans also out uh, as part of that backfield. And then for the Colts, T.Y. Hilton, Xavier Rhodes, Braden Smith, all questionable. Uh, Hilton did practice on Friday, so opportunity uh, getting him back in. Not that he's an every game stat guy, but his presence on the field certainly felt. Uh, Indianapolis two and a half point favorites at home against Tennessee. We 51 is your total. Obviously, Derrick Henry, we're seeing all the comparisons. I know uh, people trying to trot out all of the power backs mm. of years gone by. The yeah. Earl Campbell reference uh, I mean, was up there I mean, on, on CBS. I mean, that's, a nice, that's a nice one. That's a nice comparison, I guess, but I would say Eddie George is probably the comparison that strikes me the most within that franchise and organization. Another 6'3", 6'4", runner who had a lot of success, who's also the bell cow, who set kind of set the tone for that offense back in the day. Fantastic uh, Northwestern graduate. <laughs> Does he have a graduate he got, degree? He got a graduate degree from so Northwestern, so I'm so blaming him. him. So he's he's one of mine now. Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, Eddie George, and, and I mean, Broadway star. I mean, he's done yes, everything. Everything. Now he's a head coach at Tennessee State University, so he, he does have a, a very vast and extensive resume. Man who's making making the most of his years. All right, Tennessee giving up 23.4 points per game. Obviously, uh, we go back to that season opening loss. Seems like a lifetime ago. Some big wins along the way. That Jets game is always going to haunt them. Uh, but we, we look at what they are. Uh, A.J. Brown starting to find his stride a little bit. Had the, the big bust-out game uh, a week ago. And for Indianapolis, they've got Quentin Nelson back, which means the run game with Jonathan Taylor back in full effect. And Carson Wentz playing some pretty good football of late. Yeah, Carson Wentz is playing great football. 11 touchdowns, only one interception. He's doing a really good job of just – doing what is asked and I think he has gotten away from the hero ball stuff they really got him in trouble in Philadelphia and he's leaning on his teammates that means the running game Jonathan Taylor the offensive line they're getting the push they're moving the ball uh, well on the ground 
And then the passing game, being able to find the weapons. I mean, Michael Pittman has been a weapon. T.Y. Hilton went healthy. And in the lineup, he has certainly been a weapon. And so it, they are finding a way to get it done. And Frank Reich has done a, a wonderful job. I will say this. The Tennessee Titans are coming off two big, impressive wins. This might be a little trap scenario for them. Might be a little trap scenario. I'm leaning towards the Indianapolis Colts in this one. There you go. Uh, I'm I'm still going to take Tennessee because I'm just going to say they keep handing the ball to Derrick Henry mm. and good things happen. Uh, so I'll, I'll take the the road upset here, getting two and a half in Indianapolis. But it's one of the game marquee games here. We got a lot of games where we're talking a touchdown plus some two touchdown spreads. So this is one that you'll you'll have all eyes on uh, when we come on the other side of Dan Byer. We um, well. That game, maybe not as many eyeballs, just people waiting for the results. But we'll get to that in a moment. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harvin. This is Fox Football Sunday. Let's turn it over to Dan Beyer. Get an update on what's cracking here in our sporting universe. What's going on, DB? Fellas, eyes and ears of the city of Houston for what is going to happen with Deshaun Watson prior to Tuesday's trade deadline. NFL Network saying that the Texans and Dolphins continue to have talks about a Watson trade with the Texans still wanting three first-round picks. ESPN has their own report on the situation saying the Texans are willing to wait until the offseason to trade Watson. We do know this, we think, NFL Network says that Houston is not expected to trade wide receiver Brandon Cooks prior to Tuesday's trade deadline. Dak Prescott, a true game-time decision for tonight's matchup against the Vikings. He will do his pregame warm-ups. He's nursing a calf strain, and it's then that the Cowboys will decide if he will play tonight or sit out. Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson obviously out today against Jacksonville. NFL Network says he'll have pins removed from his injured finger this week. Seahawks have a bye in week 9, so again, week 10 remains a possibility. Chargers running back Austin Eckler expected to go today against New England. I mentioned the Seahawks' Alex Collins that is expected to face the Jaguars despite a groin injury, and you guys were talking Brown Steelers. Browns wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. likely to go despite his shoulder injury, and the Atlanta Braves are 1-1 away from their first World Series title since 1995, taking Game 4 last night from the Astros 3-2. Braves now up 3-1 in the World Series with Game 5 tonight in in Atlanta. You will see it on Fox at 8 o'clock Eastern time. Back to you guys. At Dan Byer on Fox is where you find him. Dan, who's on top of the MVP pyramid this week? This week it was Kyler Murray. Now this is obviously before Mm. Thursday's game. There was not a lot of change Mm. from the week before. Bucky, you would know this if you followed us on Twitter. That's all I'm saying is you would (laughs) see this (laughs) Tom Brady was second and Derrick Henry was third but I think we could be seeing some change considering what happened on Thursday night but we'll let the play do the talking today and I guess tomorrow night no Derrick Carr no Derrick Carr no he was on there he was up to number four actually you know what the beauty of the pyramid is it just keeps going it keeps going so everybody's on Bucky your favorite player and and Bucky there are bottom it's at the base there are no there are no late ads people like to throw and MVP candidates in randomly during the year, usually yeah. on a standalone game. Mm-hmm. The pyramid checks you on that because the pyramid is there to tell you who's been in the conversation oh. for a while. Like Derrick Henry, who's been there since week two. Cooper Cup's been there for the last couple of Cooper weeks. Cup. Yes. Cooper Cup conversation. Okay. Yes. Yes. There's a there's a lot there's a lot to be learned from the pyramid. Okay. Mike Harmon's one of the biggest supporters, and we appreciate no, that. No, there's no question. And then we uh, we get after it on the I Want Your Flex podcast. You can yes. go download that, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you get your audio. Download it, give it five stars. Look, it's the great holiday gift. The link is free. 
and we we are the gift that keeps giving. Dan, stand by. We'll get back to you in just a moment because we got to get you in on the Seahawks talk here in a moment. But first, well, we got this other game with a massive spread. Giants and Chiefs. Yeah, this is the gift on Monday Night Football. Giants getting 10 on the road at Kansas City, 52 and a half. And you thought it was loud with everything going on in Kansas City. And they struggle against the Giants on this standalone game. What do you think Tuesday morning looks like, Bucky? It's going to be really loud. But it's going to be loud on both on both, on both both sides of it, right? You know, you have the Kansas City Chiefs fan base who is uh, upset that their team is underachieving. You have the New York Giants fan base who's just disappointed that the L's can keep coming uh, under Joe Judge and company. And so this is one where someone is going to be upset and very noisy on Tuesday for the Kansas City Chiefs. It's about trying to find a way to get their quarterback back on track. Pat Mahomes is just turning the ball over too They are currently tied in uh, turnover differential at the bottom with Jacksonville at minus 10. I mean, they turn it over. They lead the league in giveaways. It's just just bad. It's just bad all around. And so they have to, before they can win games, they have to learn how not to lose them. And the way that they are losing them is by giving the ball away. And so it starts with Pat Mahomes being a little more conservative taking care of it, make sure everyone is really focused on ball security. If they do those things, they'll win. Because this is a team that they should win. They should win. They should beat the New York Giants. Unless they make it easy for them and allow them to hang around. Still no Barkley or Galladay for the Giants. Uh, Kadarius, Tony, Sterling, Shepard were limited participants in Friday's practice. And we know for the Chiefs, uh, Hitchens is out uh, in the linebacking core, as is Saunders off the defensive line. But as you said, with Patrick Mahomes, you called it going back to week one and two that he's just being a little loose with the football, and it's just compounded itself. Yes. Given the defensive struggles, and look, you, you can't throw a, a 21-point touchdown. No, you can't. Right? You Go, can't. Trying to just can't do get much. it all back in one play and see, what's the, work. Yeah, what's scary about this is this is the Pat Mahomes that everyone saw at Texas Tech and was part of the reason why it wasn't the unanimous decision to make him the number one quarterback in that draft class because when you watched him play sandlot football at texas tech there were a lot of these moments where he pushed the envelope and sometimes it didn't go his way and so he reined it in the early part of his career but now you're kind of seeing some of that old patrick come back and so you just wonder can he keep it in check or is he kind of like dan marino where dan marino had that wonderful three-year run at the beginning of his career and never quite reached those levels again shout out mitchell trubisky as that uh, big pick for the Bears all those years ago. I'll take KC to win, but uh, Daniel Jones gives you some fantasy love, uh, and I'll take them with the points. I'll take the 10. Moving on to the next game. Jaguars and Seahawks. Seahawks, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Here's one of the great stats. If you ever wanted to go see football, folks, I know it's Halloween. Dress up. Go to football games. There are a lot of opportunities here at value price. There's only one game on the board where the get-in in the secondary market is over $100. Mm. And this is not one of them. You can get in for as low as 32 bucks right now. So mm. let's go to it. Mm. Seattle, mm. three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Jacksonville coming in, 44-and-a-half is your over-under. Jacksonville, of course, coming off the bye week, uh, off the injury report. Dan had mentioned Alex Collins with the groin injury. Dwayne Brown, illness, didn't practice all week. 
Uh, so availability uh, compromise. Dan, we give you first crack at it. Uh, your Seahawks, Geno Smith, still trying to figure out. DK Metcalf uh, had the 84-yard touchdown pass, and then we he went uh, and got a Harry Potter cloak of invisibility for a while. You know, it's amazing. You're, the uh, the Seahawks were underdogs, I think, about five, uh, five and a half points on Monday night, mm-hmm. and they kept it within three. But guess what? The next day, Pete Carroll needs to go. Pete Carroll needs to... That's right. it's perfect. That's but, right. But the, they, they, they played a game against one of the better defenses in the NFL mm. and were within three, and Geno Smith was your quarterback. Man, Mike Harmon, can you believe this, that a Seahawks fan who has been to the promised land, <laughs> who has won a Super Bowl, who has seen them go to a Super Bowl right after that, is content with just a moral victory. A, no. we were within the spread. <laughs> hey, he had him with Man, the number. how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> did you have them uh, heavy in the confidence pool? I, I did. Actually, I did. I, I did nail that. And, and listen, it's only been two weeks. They played the Steelers and the Saints. With Geno Smith as their quarterback, they've actually been in games. It took Pittsburgh to overtime. But it's just more of the trend of, like, let's Pete Carroll. The Gotta game go. has passed him by. Well, Gotta he go. said he wanted to go back to USC unless he did. He's 70 years old. Got to go. Oh, man. Gotta go. Age man. came in. Yeah, absolutely. That's I'm not right. saying that there, are, there aren't issues, but. He's trying to take him back to yesteryear. When I look, sometimes I squint and I'll see. Chuck Knox on the sideline with Ground and Chuck. With Ground and Chuck, I just see him running oh, all the time despite the quarterback I'll, play. I'd love that. Well, got Dave Craig dropping back, getting Steve Largent, maybe dumping it off to old John L. Williams, little handing off to Kurt Warner. We can hit all the yeah, all the 80s. That's Kurt I, with a C. Yes, that is. That, that is. The uh, – I, I like them today. I like the offense to open up today. Mm. I, and I know what Jacksonville's, what, a three-point underdog, something like that. Uh, I, I think Jacksonville will be able to have some success. But I think you're going to see more from Geno Smith and the Seahawks offense than you did on, on Monday night. Wow. Bucky, what, what say you? He's just disrespecting the Jaguars. I think this is a chance for the fight in Urban Myers to go on the road in the Pacific Northwest because it's not the same. It's not the same up there. I don't even know if the 12s are the 12s or the 13s. They've all changed because they just can't get it done. They're mad at Pete Carroll. They're not whipping into a frenzy. I just think this is a great signature win for Trevor Lawrence to go on the road and knock off the Seahawks because he's not facing Russell Wilson. He's facing Geno Smith. And according to Dan Barry, it doesn't matter. As long as they play close, <laughs> Surprising from someone who receives checks from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jeez, look at that. Oh, Shad Khan. Paid to the order of, yeah. Now, that's brilliant. Now, in, in our upset picks on Friday, I did take the Jaguars. Yes. So, I'm not I'm not influenced hey. by you. Just base that Trevor coming Lawrence off, and that offense. Coming off, at least you're not paid noise. by the team, Mike. You know, you that's all that. I'm saying. No, hey, no, yeah. Come on. Coming off, coming off a uh, bye. Like, it's perfect timing. Yeah, no, I, I think this one will be close, and it'll be sloppy in, in great parts of it. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take the the Jaguars. And that cut that off. That, that's going for Marconi Awards right there. <laughs> that's Dan Byer at Dan Byer on Fox. Again, go and take a look at the MVP pyramid and yell at him. He moves it every week. He's got it shuffling. He's not waiting on guys to emerge in week 14. He's got him in now. Thanks, Dan. At Bucky Brooks, where you find Bucky on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. And when we come back, we will have the Miami Dolphins and Tua Tungavailoa. More speculation against the Bills. And we'll celebrate Josh Allen in all his glory next year on Fox. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker. 
for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back in. It's Fox Football Sunday. Lively morning here, week eight. Happy Halloween to y'all. End of October come on us already, and we're already at the midpoint here, kind of, sort of, of the National Football League season. Crazy how fast it all goes uh, as we flow through. But our business here, at Bucky Brooks on Twitter, where you find him. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Get through these games, and, well, we got a, a little bit of catching up to do. So let's start off in Buffalo. Dolphins and Bills. All right, Buffalo, two touchdown favored, 48 and a half is your total. Obviously, for the Bills, getting a little more out of Zach Moss. You look at spreading around uh, the ball in the receiving game. Uh, Stephon Diggs has not had to be superhuman to this point this year, and, and they, they find their way. They're still reeling perhaps a little from that game that got away against Tennessee, but we look at Miami and still all the speculation and, and consternation in the building about Tua Tungavailoa. As soon as you have to keep uh, at every media availability saying, mm-hmm. this is our quarterback, this is our guy, like until he's not, right? We all can see that <laughs> parenthetical thought bubble coming out of Brian Flores' head every time he has to address the media. And, and Tua's being you know, as good as he can be about it, right? All he can do is go out and perform an audition for what would be the next job. Uh, my argument in the process has been for Tua, it's a they like you, 
but they like perhaps the other guy that would come in mm. more when we talk about Deshaun Watson. Right? So it's not that we don't like you. It's that, let's face it, it it's the one in 1A. I, I like the car that goes A to B, but I also like the car that can go really fast when I'm on an open highway, as Deshaun Watson has shown in Houston for years. Yes. But in this game, I mean, a two-touchdown favorite, Buffalo, uh, this is one that, that has all the makings of a stomping. Uh Yes, it does, because we've seen them get stomped before by this team. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are locked and loaded. They're a team that's really, really focused. I like the energy that I see. I like just the way that they play. Coming off, the, they're still smarting off of that Monday night loss to the Tennessee Titans, which they had an opportunity to win it and didn't. So I think they played their best game. For the Miami Dolphins, it's just a hodgepodge of just mush. I just don't know what I'm getting from them. They don't play um, – I guess a style that you can figure out, does it work for Tua? Doesn't it work for Tua? How are they going to do it? And so, to me, I'm all in on the Buffalo Bills on this one. I think Josh Allen has a big day, a big day against Miami Dolphins. Looks like they're going to get Devontae Parker back for uh, Miami. Uh, Dawson Knox, we know, is out with a hand injury. Uh, so that that's there because he was one of your fantasy heroes of the early part of the season. Buffalo giving up 16.3 points per game, and right now they lead in turnover differential on the season. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take them in a big way. Uh, and we move to our next game. Panthers at Falcons. Panthers had to uh, put a, call Christian McCaffrey, is the mm. report this morning, Bucky. Mm-hmm. You're not in any trade scenarios. Unless you are. Uh, you, you have no trade uh, no, no trade clause, uh, so we can still do this. Atlanta, given three, 46 and a half. Nick, our executive producer, who sometimes runs around here inexplicably with uh, Atlanta Falcons merch on. Uh, what say you for your game this week? I mean, they're playing Sam Darnold. You have A.J. Terrell, who literally is the only cornerback with 50-plus man coverage snaps without allowing a catch. So you got him going against Sam Darnold. Give me the Falcons. Mm. Mighty, See how mighty he Falcons. just went after uh, Sam Darnold like that? <laughs> I mean, he is a bit just of a turnover a- machine. Yeah, no, he did. It's, it's been pretty ugly. He did find his way to the bench in the P. middle of the game. DJ Walker. I mean, everybody. the hardest time to pull somebody is the first time. I'm just saying. You just want to keep an eye on Sam Darnold. I know Matt Rule put a little support behind Sam Darnold this week, saying, hey, he's our guy. We just got to get him playing better and all that other stuff. But I don't know. I worry about Sam Donald because he certainly has not been the same since Christian McCaffrey went to the sideline. And that's an issue. If you're a franchise quarterback, you have to be able to play with some of the pieces missing around you. And he hasn't been able to do it ever. And so this is one where I need him to step up. I need him to step up and play really well. I don't know if he can do it. I think we're we'll going to go with the Falcons. I think I like yeah. Kyle Pitts. I like Kyle Pitts. And Looking Kevin for that really hat trick. I like Back that. to back 100 yard games and starting to emerge. He's a nightmare. It's Halloween. I think it's trick-or-treat on the Carolina Panthers. See, I was going to say the first cut is the deepest, you know, after you said that benching the first time is the mm-hmm. hardest. Mm-hmm. Same thing here from Matt Rule. Uh, probably a very short, uh, you know, gaffer's hook uh, waiting to, to take him out once again, even if you got Hubbard and more. Falcons' defense is atrocious, but they're good enough to terrorize Sam Darnold. There you go. Streaming defenses if you need one. Uh, for this week, fantasy Atlanta minus three, uh, the consensus pick here. Fox Sports Radio, Fox Football Sunday, having fun with you. We're about halfway through the slate here. Some big spreads still to go, some big storylines. And the Sunday night football game has one that is really a, a season long story. I uh, was quieted for a few weeks, but now we're waiting to find out will Dak Prescott? 
be able to play in this one. We'll talk about it and the implications if he doesn't next here on Fox. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back in. Hour two of the program here. Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. Cruising through the games of week eight, some big ones on tap. We've done some of the prognostication, a couple upset picks in the mix, some great back and forth. Uh, We went through the Bills and Dolphins. Obviously, everybody's still waiting to see what happens come trade deadline. Uh, Bills 8-1 and under Sean McDermott against the Dolphins. How about that? 4-0 coming off the bye. So, uh, big opportunity here. Get right game on this Halloween day. Uh, be safe out there. Maybe you're getting your costume together already. Maybe you're going to start trick-or-treating early, you know, by watching games like the Bears and 49ers, which could be a horror show. I mean, we're talking under 40 is your over-under there. Uh, but we'll get into that game uh, in earnest here in, in just a few moments. Uh, we, one of the big storylines we're following throughout the day as well, and we'll watch him go through his – Famous pregame warm-ups later on for Sunday Night Football. Dak Prescott, right? Get those hips activated, right? For Tiger Woods, it was always get the <laughs> glutes activated. Activation. But with uh, Dak, it's it's the hips, and, and we see all of those uh, run-throughs. But we'll, we'll get into that game a, a little later on in the hour. Uh, but first... Well, we've 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 got to mm-hmm. we've got to go through one that I I don't know that it's aesthetically pleasing. Oh, you don't. But I celebrate all two seventy two. So let's go. Washington at Broncos. All right, Broncos three and a half point favorites at home. Forty five. 
the over-under. Look, if we were going to end last hour talking about the Carolina Panthers, we just had to go to the AFC version of them mm-hmm. uh, to start this, and that is Denver. Von Miller didn't practice all week for the offense. They will get Jerry Judy back, so a little bit uh, of a boost alongside Sutton, Tim Patrick. Uh, you've seen some good play from them. Uh, Melvin Gordon is is a bit limited, so more Javante Williams. If you've been waiting on him, perhaps this is the day that that 50-50 equitable split actually becomes more of the lion's share uh, mm-hmm. for him. I haven't gotten to say lion's share a lot because in the uh, in this world of NFL running backs, you either have one or you have kind of a mess where guys kind of pop in and out as they were. In this case, it's been pretty much an equitable split all season long. Obviously, Teddy Bridgewater with a bunch of injuries, but he's going to go. Von Miller did not practice this week. so And we watched what happened with that run defense. Cowboys and Vikings. I- <laughs> I like that. Chris just said that's too much time. Uh, well, I understand it. He's saying we're spending way uh, too much time talking about this, and so I'm let's take just Washington get to it. Plus, uh, yes, yeah, yes, uh, yes. I, I appreciated the, the nudge. The nudge was, hey, let's get on with it. Washington versus the Denver Broncos. It's not really a compelling matchup when you look at it. Teddy Bridgewater, what can he do against this Washington defense, which is vastly overrated based on what we thought they were terrible, going to be. Terrible, terrible, and really. really uh, bad. I guess if you get stuck, if it's the game in your area, you will watch it. But I will say, <laughs> I am going to go with the Denver Broncos to win this one over the Washington football team. I just don't think the Washington football team has enough punch on offense to get it done. Let's go with the Broncos. All right, I just like chaos. And Vic Fangio, I want to see who he blames if they lose again. All right, go ahead, play it again, Chris. Cowboys and Vikings. All right, so this is the the big one, right? Cooper Rush, the world will get introduced to him tonight if Dak Prescott can't go. Mm. Calf injury, limited Mm. in practice. 51 and a half is your over-under. Minnesota, three-point favorites. Bit of a, a swing uh, as the, the week is going on. Armstrong for the Cowboys defensive line. Ankle injury has the questionable tag. Uh, Tyron Smith with the ankle looks like he's going to be able to go. Uh, pretty clean slate for the Vikings. Missing Pierce on the defensive line. Uh, and Patrick Jones with a knee as well. So a little bit there uh, perhaps for the run game to make some hay. See some Elliott and Pollard, regardless of who's under center, but all eyes of the world waiting on Dak Prescott because mm. coming into the year, the question was, all right, shoulder and ankle. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw the zipper on hard knocks and all of that, uh, you know, as he's coming back and look like he no ill effects. But now that he's injured as we get to the midseason, how long does it linger and what does it mean for their second half? Yeah, look, they need Dak Prescott to go. But here's the tricky situation. You've built up a lot of goodwill and good momentum because Dak Prescott has played well. I don't know if you want to concede that by having Cooper Rush go out there and maybe lay a stinker. If Dak Prescott can play, I think he's going to play. I think he's going to make every concerted effort to at least start the game. And then we'll see if he's able to finish it. Look for the Cowboys to make some changes to how they go about doing business. I would expect them to be in shotgun more often so he doesn't have to run around as much, even in the running game. So that might change the dynamic a little bit with Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard, their production, because it's different running from the shotgun than under center. But Dak Prescott's going to be in the mix, and I expect him to play. And when he does play, I expect him to play well. I really was kind of hoping to see uh, the Central Michigan product out there. Really? The rush. Really? No, it's it's Sunday night football, man. You need all the stars aligning. Isn't that what they <laughs> sing? That's what they sing. I've been waiting all day for Sunday night. Mm. Kids are going to come trick-or-treating. You're going to end up spending more time asking them about their, their costumes than watching a football game or the World Series on Fox? No. 
No siree. Mm-hmm. How about on the other side, though? Three and three record, 13 touchdowns against two picks. That's Kirk Cousins right yeah. now completing almost 70% of his passes. And he's a guy that nobody pays attention to. Why? Because they had a couple of heartbreakers early. Yeah, they did have a couple of heartbreakers early. But this team is playing fairly well. They have a bunch of weapons that can give you problems at tailback. It starts with Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is kind of the, the tone setter when it comes to running the football. That outside zone run with the complimentary play action is difficult to defend. And then on the outside, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson both are some of the best route runners that you will find. And their route running ability, the artistry that they'll show on display is, is going to be tough. And so Trayvon Diggs has to cover one, but the other guy could go big. Be careful, man. This is setting up. This this could be upset special. This could be well, it can be an upset because they're favored. They are favored. Can't, but you, to hear the oof. the way it's been talked about all, all week, it was like it was going to be a blowout. Go back to Minnesota. They lost on a mm. field goal to Cincinnati, who's become one of the best teams yes. uh, in the National Football League. They lost to Arizona by a point team that was until Thursday undefeated, mm-hmm. and then you lose to Cleveland, one of you know, the preseason favorites. Not quite where they yeah. were expected to be, but still right. a tough out, right? Still yeah, a very defense tough that can get after it. Uh, and so wins the last couple of weeks against Detroit and Carolina, the other win against Seattle. So not exactly beating world-beating squads here. And folks would say, just like with Carolina and Denver, who you beaten? Minnesota could have that question. Big statement game for them tonight. I'll take Minnesota in the upset. Oh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Dak Prescott plays. I think the Cowboys win. And remember, last year when they were terrible, they still found a way to beat the Minnesota Vikings. There's no carryover from year to year, but I think there's a lot of confidence in that Cowboys meeting room. Cowboys find a way to get it done. Obviously misspoke there, as I just said. They're not the they're, – they're actually the favorite. But to hear everybody say it, it would be yeah. Dallas. I don't know that Dak finishes. That's my fear here. Mm, you don't think Dak finishes the game? And that Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison are Oh, that they just uh, run. To just run. Mm. How about that? I'm still going with the Cowboys. All right. and keep an eye on the Energizers. Randy Gregory, Trayvon Diggs, Michael Parsons. They said the tone. Yeah, Micah Parsons uh, having a fantastic uh, rookie season, difference maker, and obviously Dan Quinn. We've talked mm-hmm. about him quite a bit on the show over the course of the uh, first two months of these seasons. Hey, a reminder, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of the places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Based on the 2021 Nielsen Report, limitations do apply. All right, let's give this one the two to three minutes it deserves. 49ers and Bears. Yeah, uh, that that says it. Trent Williams, limited participant in practice. Uh, Trey Lance, cleared to return. He'll be the backup. Some more Jimmy G for the Bears. Khalil Mack is out with the foot injury. Uh, Gibson, hip injury. Uh, Game time. Hicks is a game time on the defensive front. And Matt Nagy will not coach because of COVID Mm, protocols. That's an issue. Justin Fields in that offense uh, might be better. It might be better, right? That's what you're telling me. Because I, I feel, you feel the, like a, I feel, you're I feel the excitement. I feel the excitement in your voice that Matt Nagy isn't around. You're wondering what the Bears could look like without their head man. Some would say that maybe it's an upgrade that he is holding them back. So we get a chance to see today. Here's where the disappointment really lies, though. It doesn't lie on the Chicago Bears side. It lies on the 49ers side. Because now, for the first time, we're hearing people kind of go at Kyle Shanahan because the lack of success that we're seeing from the Niners. If they continue to go on with this losing streak, these losing ways, it'll be the fourth losing season in five seasons with one playoff appearance. And 
I know you know this, but Matt Nagy has a better record than Kyle Shanahan. Who yeah. would think one is celebrated as a genius, the other one is kind of like labeled the classroom dunce? Kyle Shanahan has a lot of pressure on him. They have to go on the road and get this. If not, ooh, vultures are circling. Just remember how important it is to win press conferences, something Matt Nagy has never done. Uh, San Francisco, four-point favorites on the road. Justin Fields and that offense, uh, abysmal week to week. Uh, David Montgomery awaiting his return. And Khalil Herbert's been pretty good in his stead. Mm-hmm. Uh, still waiting on Tariq Cohen. Like, the, there's some principal components, and, and Cohen not being there is circling because when he was out of the offense last year with the injury, it's a much different complexion, right? He's a guy yes. uh, that's a bit of a game changer. Just the speed option uh, as a receiver out of the backfield and the occasional uh, shot up the middle. 39-and-a-half is your over-under in this one. Look, and, and we've talked about Nagy a bunch, right? Two mm-hmm. playoff appearance the last three years i just want it to be consistent so if Ooh. we're going to try to defend him but still throw trubisky who had some pretty decent numbers when you stack it up did the eye test always hit no it didn't Mm-mm. but they won football games they did right they have and, won, and they it, have it's three games. phases you, you get it done mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't always have to be pretty right style points don't matter style points do not matter at the end of the day it's about a bottom line it's a bottom line business about production and performance and so we'll see. But on on this one, in this game, I'm going to go with the Niners because I believe Shanahan and here's the noise. He finds a way to come up with his best offensive game plan, and that is enough to get him against the Bears, particularly with Khalil Mack out. Special teams coordinator Chris Tabor will uh, be the coach for the Bears today with Nagy out. I'll just throw this out. It, it was mm-hmm. concerning to me, and obviously – when they came into camp, Andy Dalton mm-hmm. was going to be the guy, mm-hmm. which meant you didn't get a lot of on-field reps in mm-hmm. practice time. Yes. Justin Fields and Allen Robinson. Mm-hmm. There's 24 hours in the day. You know mm-hmm. you're eventually going to be quarterbacking this squad, yeah. and Allen Robinson has to be a professional too and say, hey, Rook, we need to get some reps in. Uh, mm, some of that, but I think some of the point was, hey, man, if we were going to do this song and dance, why did we waste all that time in the okay, offseason with Andy Dalton? But then Justin Fields talking this week saying, hey, I got to meet up with these guys on Zoom? Mm. Like, what are we talking about? I mean, that's a little different. I mean, he throws that out in the middle of a, a press availability this week, and you're raising mm. an eyebrow going, all right, what are we doing now? And Allen Robinson just needs to be traded at this point. <laughs> you can't come to a contract agreement with him. You're not using him. Yeah. Just send him off. Let him go find so you know happiness with another team Let that needs another find wide way. receiver. Let him go find his way somewhere else. I understand what you're saying. I get that. I mean, um, I guess you're ho- wishing, wanting, hoping, praying that you're hanging around the back end of the playoff chase. But uh, at this point, he's a guy without a contract. He is a guy without a contract. But, uh, I mean, now, look, he's here. You might as well use, utilize him and try and figure out a way to get something out of him. But it's one of those situations where you, you just want more. You want better. Well, that's what Just Matt Nagy says out. every week with Cole Komet. Yeah, we got to figure out a way to use him. That's on me. <laughs> that's I'll leave it me. there. I'll take San Francisco to win this game. Uh, I'll watch it. I'll lose the rest of my hair. All right, coming up next, we'll continue through. See, now my mood just shifted. Just shifted. Uh, Mike White. No, not the former coach. Uh, the Bengals and the Jets are next uh, when we continue. It's Fox Football Sunday. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. I'm going to go walk around the block and clear my head. <laughs> we continue next on Fox. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Welcome back in. It's Fox Football Sunday. Mike Carmen alongside Bucky Brooks. Catch Bucky during the week, Thursday nights, Amazon, alongside Daniel Jeremiah and uh, Fox Sports Radio's Joy Taylor. Fox Sports Digital, FS1, uh, stopping in on the herd and dropping knowledge, of course, here every Sunday alongside me as we go through the games, some of the big storylines and big thought pieces for the week in the National Football League at Bucky Brooks on Twitter. Uh, He's coaching them up as well. He's got a lot of stuff on his plate. Uh, and I love picking his brain uh, as we get to do here each and every Sunday morning. You can find me over at Swollen Dome. If you've sent in a fantasy question or want to, uh, I'll get to those in about 40 minutes as we uh, wrap up the show and and turn things over uh, to our friends at at Fox uh, with Carissa Thompson, Colin Cowherd, and the crew uh, as they start getting through the ins and outs and goodness of the week that is. Dan Byer will have the update of some of the injury news coming down the wire at Dan Byer on Fox, where you find him on Twitter, my partner in the I Want Your Flex podcast as well, fantasy uh, prognostication, and, uh, well, self-derision. Dan and I are pretty good at uh, poking fun at ourselves uh, when we do get the occasional thing wrong, Bucky. I mean, I know it's it's rare. It's always very, very rare when you guys get it wrong. Very, very rare. Very well, because, I mean, we're, we're telling stories here, mm-hmm. and if the players don't perform, it's not my fault. It's not your fault. It's, yeah, so that's it's, the beauty all... of uh, doing the prognostication things. Like, hey, here's how I see it working. And as soon as they throw two picks in the red zone or Rondell Moore tries to tell you the ball didn't hit him, that's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> I think I got a bit too uh, too internalized there. I'll uh, take a long walk on the beach later to make that go away. All right, let's continue with the games. Bengals and Jets. Bengals, 11 and a half road favorites. Circle this day, America. Because if you've been watching football as long as I have, you've never seen the Bengals as an 11 and a half point. 
And, and really, I, I think you probably could buy that for a dollar. Uh, when last I looked, it was 15 bucks. Uh, right now, uh, as low as $12 to get into that game. If you want to watch Mike White try to throw to Denzel Mims. That's right. Corey Davis is out, which means Denzel Mims, come on down. It's your opportunity. No Tevin Coleman for the Jets. Bryce Huff, defensive lineman, out with a back injury. And, of course, Zach Wilson, who got ragdolled and thrown mm, around. And mm, mm, mm. You know, we're supposed to be protecting quarterbacks, Bucky, and that was that was all sorts of ugly very, when it came down to it. Very ugly. Very ugly. But we're looking at these Bengals. They went and absolutely obliterated a rising Baltimore team that – because of the win over the Chargers and then the fashion that they did, right? Turn back the clock Sunday a couple of weeks ago where anybody that has played running back in the last 15 years scored on the Chargers. Uh, But then Cincinnati came out 400-plus. Joe Burrow working it. Jamar Chase rope-a-doped us all when he couldn't catch the ball for anything (laughs) in the preseason. That was just for us. It was was, all for show. That was all for show. And now it's like, wow, look how good this guy is. That was just to mess up your fantasy rankings. He was like, you know what I'm going to do? This would be a good one. I'm going to drop every pass that they throw to me in preseason so everyone will drop me and I can just emerge, emerge from the ashes and be the best receiver in football. I, I did see a couple of folks who actually did drop me. Yeah. Because of those early uh, it's amazing, right? early issues yeah. uh, and concerns. And look, the uh, Were you one of the ones that dropped him? Did you drop him? No. No. No, I ranked him pretty high in the season, you know, preseason too. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. He could stop right now and still be a top 10 wide receiver for fantasy purposes. (laughs) I mean, I think based on what everybody else is doing on a week to week basis. Uh, But we look at this game here. I I don't want to give it a a ton of time, uh, but Wilson is out for the for the Bengals. You know, just take your minute to talk Mm -hmm. about how great they are. (laughs) They're awesome. Now, the Cincinnati Bengals, I like the Cincinnati Bengals because I love the duo, Jamar Chase, uh, with a connection. Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, the swag that those guys have brought coming from LSU, winning national title has been great. But defensively, watch this defense. They are a try-hard, play-hard group. Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, Von Bell, and then Jesse Bates. They do a really good job of just hustling and running to the ball. And look, it doesn't seem like effort will be a major deal in pro sports, but it is a major deal when you look at them and look at how they're able to win. Lou Anarumo uh, getting the job done. Getting it done. You know, nameless to this point, but uh, a guy that if they continue on this pace, right, we're talking a lot lot about Vance Joseph the last – six, seven weeks with what he did with mm-hmm. the Arizona defense. Uh, had his first shot as a head coach. We'll see if uh, he can earn another. Uh, 11 and a half. Uh, I'll lay it. Mm. Too explosive for the Jets, I think. Especially that with Joe Mixon like running well. That's a lot of points. All right. I'll take the, I mean, I'll go with the points. I'll say they get it, but man, that's a lot of points. It, it, points. It's a lot. It's, it's a, a blowout. It's, it's a blowout. Hard to blow teams out. Alright, how about this one? We call for a blowout here. Rams and Texans. 16. 16 point road favorite in this one. Cop! I, I like, I, exactly. I, I think 46 I like, and a half. Is your I, I like this one. I like this one a little better. I'm, I'm more willing to lean on Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford and those guys, which is weird for me to say that I trust Matthew Stafford more than others. But yeah, I, I'll go with this one. I'll take the Rams in this one. I, far superior. 
You just never know, though. The Texans show up sometimes, man. Showtimes they show up and play really well. I'm going to take the Rams in this just one. Just wondering where they're at in terms of that morale in the locker room at this point. Plus, they're still answering questions for a guy that's not even playing. Oh, you're talking about Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Right? I mean, that, that you still got that mess. And, you know, he probably would have been playing if he wanted to play, right? I mean, this or they would have actually forced the commissioner's hand. Yes. Right, uh, to actually do something because he's in the best of situations. He is the best no of situations. Invest, nothing coming in the investigation. No settlements have been done. And for Deshaun Watson, he doesn't want to play for the Texans, so it's not forcing the issue. So for I wonder. Him to decide. I wonder, Mike Armour, how mad are you when you see Deshaun Watson show up on Tuesday just to get a paycheck and then go back home? Are you? I think I'd think, think be a little salty <laughs> if I'm in that locker room grinding out. <laughs> Knowing that, I mean, while he may have served a suspension, oh, right, whatever it was, four games, six games, eight games, whatever, that his unwillingness to just say, hey, I'm going to mm-hmm. force the issue. And whatever, yes. he took the money mm-hmm. and then less than a year later wanted out. And there's some rumblings of why yeah. he did. But then you have all these complaints, right, mm-hmm. all of these civil Actions coming forward, right? 22, 23, and then 10 criminal complaints. No charges as of yet, but still hanging out in the balance. So, uh, it just makes it so weird. It's just one of the weirdest situations I've ever seen. Yeah, for the Rams, Deshaun Jackson's asking for his another weird situation. Why is Deshaun asking asking to be traded? Like, who is going to pick up Deshaun Jackson and put him in a more prominent role than the role that he's currently playing? He's 34 years old. He's clearly not the same, even though he does have some big playability. He's still not like that. He's not a number one anymore in those things. The injuries have started to play. I think the last year and a half in Philly, he didn't play much. So, well, But I, look, I what can't are you going to do? I, I can throw to him once in a blue moon, and because they fall asleep and the safety isn't there, yeah, he catches I, the big one. Otherwise, he's non-existent. Uh, Andrew Whitworth out with the knee injury, and then Jalen Ramsey didn't practice either Thursday or Friday. How about Brandon Cooks just for the uh, final 30 seconds here? Uh, He basically was really upset when Mark Ingram was able to get traded back to New Orleans. Yeah. But now, you know, from what Dan has told us this morning, the report is he's not going to get a trade before the deadline. No, and the funny thing is Brandon Cooks being a a vagabond or a journeyman is really surprising based considering his skill set he's too good of a player to bounce around so much but look it appears you know where there's smoke this fire he could be on the trade block he might be in a new new uniform as early as tuesday let him out trade him trade robinson <laughs> give some guys early holiday gifts oh by the gosh. way get your early holiday gift uh purchasing done as well because of all these supply chain issues you know, a, a bunch of handwritten little, uh, I mean, I guess they'd be NFTs because you won't be able to redeem them for anything. But, uh, you know, the IOUs, yes. because this is stuck on a, a ship in Long Beach, mm-hmm. uh, probably ain't going to sit well uh, underneath the tree. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> at Bucky Brooks on Twitter, where you find him. Find me over at Swollen Dome. A couple more games to go. We'll get our guy Chris Perfett to chime in on the next one. But first, let's hand it over to Dan Beyer. Give us an update on all of the breaking news across our sporting universe. Yeah, guys, and the breaking news. News actually is uh, looking ahead to what's happening tonight in Major League Baseball as the Atlanta Braves are on the verge of their first World Series title since 1995, up three games to one on the Houston Astros after a 3-2 win in last night's Game 4. So Braves are up 3-1. They host Houston again tonight. You'll see it at 8 o'clock Eastern time on Fox. Hey, Dan, before you get to the NFL, can I ask, do you have any breaking news on why their bats have gone quiet in Atlanta? I, I don't. That is for you guys to 
do. I just I just uh, end up reporting the news. We'll get to that NFL news in just a second. Some sad news to pass along, though, in Major League Baseball. Former Red Sox player and longtime broadcaster Jerry Remy oh, no. has passed away. Yes, he had a long battle with cancer, uh, but he succumbed to that battle uh, earlier today. Jerry Remy was 68 years old. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott remains a game-time decision for tonight's matchup in Minnesota against the Vikings because of that calf injury. Chargers running back Austin Eckler expected to go. Running back actually posted on social media that he's starting himself today in fantasy football Mm. against the Patriots. And he put himself in a running back position. Didn't just put himself in a flex. He'll be a starting (laughs) running back. Seahawks running back Alex (laughs) Collins expected to face the Jaguars today despite a groin injury. Odell Beckham Jr. going to go against the Steelers as the Browns wide receiver still battles with that shoulder issue. And you guys were talking about trade deadline. Bunch of reports today surrounding Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. I can tell you this. NFL Network reports that the Texans and Dolphins have had recent talks with the Texans still wanting three first-round picks. On the heels of that, ESPN said the Texans are willing to wait until the offseason to trade Deshaun Watson. Mm. So we will find out on Tuesday. Guys, back to you. Several months of trying to convince him that he can uh, accept a trade to other teams. Uh, certainly part of that process. Thanks so much, Dan. At Dan Byer on Fox, where you find him, you get the MVP pyramid there. You hear him weekdays uh, with Doug Gottlieb here, noon till 3 Pacific time on Fox Sports Radio. And later on today, a little Red Zone Radio alongside George Reister. So uh, you hear Dan all week long here on Fox Sports Radio. I'm Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks having fun with you. A couple more games that we need to finish out the the run here on a, a big week eight in the National Football League as we try to get some separation and have some teams that, well, are starting to scrape the bottom and I don't know that they're ever coming up for air again. See, I'm, I'm grabbing everything from everything. horror movies that I can Yes, on this Halloween. Be safe out there. Uh, and send pictures at Swollen Dome of what uh, you go and whatever kind of tomfoolery you get yourself into. I know here in Los Angeles, a uh, bunch of friends are going to be going to a game we'll preview uh, in a moment. Uh, and they were trying to figure out their group costumes. And quite frankly, they were frightening me with some of the ideas that they were putting out mm-hmm. there. But we'll get to that in a moment. But first, Chris Perfett, it's your time to shine. Eagles and Lions. All right, Philadelphia, three-and-a-half-point road favorites at Detroit. 48 is your over-under. Miles Sanders, for you fantasy owners, and I know Dan Byer and I have done this every week, a lot of hand-wringing, waiting for it, waiting for Sirianni to say, it's your job, young fella. Nope, more Gainwell (laughs) and Jordan Howard. Remember Jordan Howard? Once upon a time, a power back in Chicago. Well, he's back. He's back. He's been activated uh, for this one. Uh, For the Lions, we know all of the issues uh, in terms of their injury report, especially on the offensive line. Uh, We've got DeAndre Swift, groin injury, questionable. He's the guy that we have the circle on here. Or if they're going to have a puncher's chance, he's going to have to lead the way. What say you, Chris? What are you thinking on this one? There's two ways the Lions can go after what happened with the Rams. They can either, you know, fall back or they can keep the momentum going. It it, it feels like the world is once again picking the Lions. Yes, <laughs> yes, they are again to uh... to get off this schneid. However, talking with Eagles writers and, and Eagles fans from the past week, it feels like they're in about as dour of a place as you can be. Miles Sanders just hit the IR. And the Lions are getting back A.J. Parker as their cornerback, which is good because you might not know who A.J. Parker is because he's still young at the position, but all, all he had to do was step out for a little bit 
when he got injured during the Rams and Cooper Cup started going off. So that that should help them out a little bit in the secondary. I I don't know if I can pick the Lions here, but I, I will do it. That's I my guy. The, I will pick oh, the Lions. Of little it, faith over here. I uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I just I I don't want to jinx nothing. Well, the last time we picked them to go and have that victory. Uh, they went out and got just defeated. Hey, this is another one of those games. But they uh, went all out in that defeat, though. They they the fake field, fake punts and everything. No, that's just it, right? Onside kick. No, yeah, yeah, anything that you've worked on for ten seconds uh, need to be in. Hey, you want to go to this game? You can get in for as low as thirty-one dollars. Mm. Another game under forty bucks. Man, we got multiples that are under twenty. I mean, we talk about the. Uh, the game in Houston, fourteen bucks. Go see uh, Matt Stafford. Man, that's that's a good one. What a value! What a value! There you go. All right, what say you, Bucky? Hmm. Man, Jalen hurts a guy that nobody nah, seems to I want mean, to love. Yeah, but it was so bad because man, I, the Lions were doing everything. They pulled out all the stops. They were so deserving of the victory against the Rams and just couldn't get it done. Um, emotionally, that's tough to come back from. But look, man. Dan Campbell, he always talks about drinking those two 40 ounces of coffee and Java and shots and adrenaline and energy and caffeine and all that other stuff. Let's go for the Lions. Lions chalk up the first one today. They get the first one against the Damn it, I hope I was hoping you wouldn't do it so I can jump in and just say, I'll, I'll ride with them one more time. One more time. One more time! At some point, i got to get it right, so I'm going to keep going for this. Philadelphia, I mean, it's, it's, even though Hurts is putting up fantasy stats, it's ugly. It's it's not pretty to watch on a week to week basis. Nah, and defensively, they've been erratic at best. Guys, not not necessarily liking the way this style of play and all that other stuff. Giving up twenty six four per game thus far. Uh, Detroit right there at, at twenty eight point six. Something's got to give here, folks. The over under is forty eight. Uh, I'll take the over here. I'll take Detroit to win outright at home. And then I'll pray for the uh, mercy <laughs> on my soul. All right, next. <laughs> Patriots and Chargers. Go Chargers! There you go. (laughs) Former Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger chiming in this morning. Uh, The point spread, the over-under, has actually gone up half a point uh, this morning from 49.5 to 50. Chargers, four-and-a-half point favorites. New England coming off that 54-point burial of the Jets. Absolute shellacking. Mm -hmm. Mac Jones and company. Damian Harris running the football well. Remember if he hadn't fumbled against Miami? Oh, what a difference it could be. Mm. Oh, what a difference it could be. Yeah. Quick, you know, short made field goal. Although assuming a made field goal in 2021 is a fool's errand as well. Uh, For the Chargers, last time we saw them, they were getting absolutely obliterated and run over by Latavius Murray and Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Freeman. Yes. And then they had their bye week. So now they come back. Bill Belichick, still a young quarterback. We know how much, uh, you know, the success through the years against young young quarterbacks. Uh, Mike Williams has become the number one uh, mm-hmm. with Keenan Allen still giving you some good support. Austin Eckler, we know he collects a check for giving you his fantasy uh, predictions over at Yahoo. <laughs> he does. He does. He also does a thing where if he, you show that you win with him, he'll, he'll pick folks and he'll, he'll hand out some autograph swag as well so i mean that's that's good stuff and build that brand as as it is but he's uh expected to give it the go as he said he's going to start himself uh does he finish is a whole other question is new england a live dog here on the road yes 
New England is a live dog because New England knows how to muddy up the game, and they'll take all the things that uh, gave the Chargers problems uh, and use it against them. I would expect Damian Harris to have a big game because the Chargers have shown a willingness to concede rushing yards, and then when they were bludgeoned by the Baltimore Ravens, you know that the Patriots are going to copy some of those tactics in terms of just running it at them, seeing how tough they are, seeing if they can get them out of that two-high safety look. Yes, I'm going to go with the road dog. I'm going to go with the New England Patriots and mighty, mighty Mac Jones. That's Winning what... it outright. I love it. Chargers giving up 163 yards per game on the ground. Mm, that's, a that's, that's a lot of that's yards. That's a lot of yards. A lot of yards, and that means that your offense has uh, has to work in basically two- or four-minute drills the whole yes. time uh, to get it done, and certainly they have early on. I'm with you. I think Bill Belichick, this is one where everybody that left him for dead, because just, like just like Pete Carroll, though, right? All of a sudden, the guy can't coach. Yeah, he gets to dust off the old genius label and come back and and reinvent himself and do it in a major way. Yeah, you got to do it. And, you know, I like that the players are starting to get a little bit chirpy Mm -hmm. for opportunities lost and talking about some of those, you know, games like that Miami game that stand out. When you get a win there, people's narrative of your season is Mm -hmm. completely different. Yes. Right? It's like we talked about with Minnesota with those early, you know, close losses and the problems there that it compounds it and folks stop paying attention to you as – to what the good is and you know Kirk Cousins playing well likewise Mac Jones yeah. showing that he he can get after it as well and and we look at those tight ends Hunter Henry has been fantastic with him it's always just can you keep him healthy can and Johnu Smith healthy. I mean yes. you got a you got a, a two tight end you spend a lot of money for him and they're starting to produce yeah you spend a lot of money for him and you, you need to figure out a way to utilize both of them Johnu Smith Hunter Henry guys that can control the middle of the field their wide receivers still leave a little something to be desired but they're good enough for them to make enough plays and so when I just think about the way the Patriots have played it's very systematic the approach they want to run the football if they can run the football then it really becomes difficult to deal with Mac Jones because he has shown uh, himself to be a really accurate passer a guy who can throw with touch timing anticipation particularly on those intermediate routes following play action so you got the key word in there anticipate Patient. We watched the Rocky Horror Picture Show again (laughs) last night. So uh, everybody get a a viewing of that in as you were. It's on, uh, well, I mean, you're on Amazon, and so is that movie as part of your package. Go get it. How you like that? Fox Sports Radio, Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. We have one more game to preview, and then we'll take a snapshot of the league as it stands as we enter week eight. Contenders, pretenders, and biggest disappointments to date. Why? Because, well... We like to talk about the teams that have disappointed us and made us look foolish from time to time. We'll do that next here on Fox. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, 
Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome back in Fox Football Sunday. Mike Harmon alongside Bucky Brooks. We got a lot of stuff going on. This is like uh, Bull Durham where like there's the meeting on the mound and there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on between the expectations for week eight in the National Football League, talking about coaches on the hot seat. Yeah. Talking about, you know, your coaching, yeah. uh, high school football and and trying to, you know, figure out the proper mix of yes. play calling. Yeah. And it just administrative things. There, I mean, there's a lot of stuff there. A lot of stuff going on. You know, here at Fox Sports Radio, what what are A-list, B-list, C-list stories? What's good? What's mm-hmm. bad? What's going to entertain and inform? And what's yes. just going to get people mad at us? I mean, all of those things. I mean, it's a delicate balance and a high wire act <laughs> that we work each and every day here and on social media. At Bucky Brooks, uh, at Swollen Dome, where you find us. See Bucky on Amazon uh, every Thursday night alongside Joy Taylor uh, and Daniel Jeremiah as they break down Thursday night football. You've got FS1. You've got Fox Sports Digital. All the goodness, all the breakdowns, you find it there. uh, And all encapsulated at Bucky Brooks. Find me uh, on the I Watch Reflex podcast alongside my guy Dan Beyer. Twice a week, we give you the good, the bad, the ugly predictions, and then we uh, we do poke fun at ourselves uh, with some regularity. You can get that Apple Podcast, Google Play, wherever you get your audio. Download it, give it five stars. We'll love you forever. Uh, and as I can, I'll walk across this country. I'll eat wings with you, and you can tell me what, how I screwed your fantasy team. I'm okay with it. Uh, we'll run with it. And then weeknight, 7 to 11 Pacific, alongside Jason Smith here uh, on the network. I think that covers it all. There's all I your plugs. That, I, think uh, that does, I yeah. think that does cover it all. Yeah, get those fantasy uh, lineup questions in. We'll get to those in about 10 minutes from now. But we have one more game to discuss. Buccaneers and Saints. Buccaneers, four-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at New Orleans. 49 is your total. We talked about the trade bringing... Uh, Mark Ingram back. So does that mean that uh, Alvin Kamara becomes a wide receiver fully now? How about that? Because you saw Tom Brady comment uh, just before halftime, right? He was on that Manning cast. And after Kamara went in on the touchdown reception and he was at eight catches, 109 yards in the score, he goes, kind of got to follow that guy, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. Yeah, no, I I think this is a good situation. I don't know how much Mark Ingram has left in the tank, but what he can do is give them an opportunity to put two backs on the field at the same time. Mark Ingram, who is also a very solid and dependable pass catcher, is really good in the screen game. Alvin Kamara can do anything that you want to see at the position as a pass catcher. Out of the backfield, in the slot, out wide. 
it gives this offense more versatility. And because Mike Thomas has been shelled for so long, I think what Sean Payton wants to do is find a way to be a little more dynamic while still being conservative with Jameis Winston. Throwing to the running backs gives them an opportunity to do that. Taysom Hill still out with the concussion, so that element of anything they were going to try to really work with him is off in the process. Uh, Deontay Harris, uh, wide receiver, hamstring injury, questionable. We've seen Marquez Callaway to get open, just can't catch the ball mm-hmm. with consistency. So uh, letting Jameis down on a number of occasions. Antonio Brown seen at practice with crutches. He's out. Gronkowski is a game-time decision. A questionable tags for Levante, David, and JPP. Those are two big uh, pieces of that defense. Obviously, for the Bucks questions in the secondary remain but Mm -hmm. for Jameis Winston does he have the receiver that can test them that's the part of it in the equation as the analysis has been done all week and people the Saints are a popular pick for popular people obviously Lattimore versus Mike Evans is a matchup everybody wants to see but they still got to contend with Leonard Fournette and the Saints have had a a strong defense Mm -hmm. is there a way to to pick that apart for Tom Brady here missing one of his favorite guys and knowing that Evans is going to be challenged by Lattimore look Evans will be challenged by Lattimore but this Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense is really really good and they're solid and you give Tom Brady time to not only rest and recuperate but time to uh, fully break down your defense and get back on the same page and the same rhythm with his pass catchers it's going to be problematic I expect the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to light up the scoreboard against the Saints even though the Saints um, have a little bit of mind control over those guys because they have beat them a ton they understand how to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I think Tampa Bay is too good Tom Brady is still playing at a high level I'm going to go to the Bucs in this one I'm going to take them and lay the points and then we see a, a bit of an offensive explosion. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you see a little more of Ronald Jones pop back into Our the screen Joe. game uh, alongside Leonard Fournette, and they try to back off those pass rushers a bit, take a couple shots downfield with Godwin. I wanted to get your opinion on this. This one, we talked about the Chiefs earlier in the program uh, as we, we rolled through. Uh, Honey Badger and several other Chiefs players uh, went at fans on social media for some of the criticism that they've received. And for Tyron Matthew, he actually said one of the most toxic fan bases. Mm, that's tough. Dangerous space to put in, given dangerous the love space. of that uh, Yeah, dangerous that space. Fan base. And I understand the fan base has been spoiled of late by the Chiefs winning ways. Super Bowl appearance and then an, a, a, a Super Bowl win and then another Super Bowl appearance. That's tough. But they, they have to understand that you're going to have some ebbs and flows in season. you got to give Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes time to work through it. So it's a long season. Long season. And now we added another game. Yes. And now there's already the talk that 18 is coming. A lot of uh, complaints about Roger Goodell's salary. Mm-hmm. Remember, $2 million per team per year. That's what he made the last two years. Yeah. His job is to take the the arrows that the yes. owners don't. Now, if Daniel Snyder steps out and creates a problem, or Mark Davis has something mm-hmm. under his watch, that's a problem. That's going to happen. But for the most part, Goodell takes it. And continues continues on, right? The, yeah. It's the machine that keeps growing. All right, reminder, Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that do take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Based on a 2021 Nielsen report, limitations do apply. Uh, all right, so what's what's your game of the day here, Bucky? Are, are we waiting on Sunday night to see if uh, Dak Prescott's ready to day. go? That's the game of the day because we want to see if the Dallas Cowboys are for real. Are they for real in terms of being able to be mature enough to handle business against a competitive squad? Because they should be able to roll through the rest of their division, but are they really Super Bowl caliber? We'll see a lot. We'll learn a lot tonight. 
NFL overall, if I set the over-under for taunting penalties at four and a half, are we over or under? Uh, we're over. All right, there you go. And that'll, that'll do it for this week. He's Bucky Brooks. I'm Mike Harmon. Thanks for listening to Fox Football Sunday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.